Why, when a guy comes into a shul and he sits down to pray, and as long as that phone is in his pocket, with all the classes you heard on tefillah, and with all the pirush hamelin, and with all the kavanot that you learned over the years, and as long as that phone is either on the table or under your koracha or in your back pocket, your mind is not focused. It is so hard to daven. And what about the guy that in the middle of Chazara, he's answering emails? What about the guy by Kaveh? He says, ah, oh, it's the end of the, end of the tefillah already. So he's answering emails and his talent to fill in the middle of the shul. Besides the chutzpah, besides the abomination and the slap in the face to God, it's like those parents that I told you before that the kid, the teenager, comes to the to the you know to the dinner table, and he's 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 he's, he's completely gone. How was it today in school? Good. That's what we're doing to God in Shul. Guess in there was talent to feel in on. He's sitting there. He tells God, good. But size the chutzpah. How could you pray? Who are you, who are you, who are you joking? You can't pray. You can't pray. No, no, just one more thing. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I'm going to ask him one. I'm going to answer him one word. Yes, no, that's it. Because he's waiting for me. He's waiting for me. He's waiting for me. There's no way to pray with your phone on you. And we are so attached to this sickness. And we're so enslaved that we don't want to even hear about the resistance. Because everybody knows that the only way to deal with an addiction, the first step to cure an addict is to admit that there's an addiction. To admit that we're addicted. That's the first step. And then to start the resistance, to be able to go to sleep at night with the phone in the other room so that the next morning I could wake up with the genius inside of me, instead of being on defense and reacting to the world all day, I can go out there and make the world be proactive. I can come to shul and I can get rid of the phone so I can daven. So maybe my tefillah will start to be answered. Hashem, listen to me guys, Hashem is not going to play second fiddle to anybody. He's not. Hashem is not going to be your second wife. He's not. You walk in with a phone, Hashem says, your mind is on that, it's not on me. I'm not able to hear your tefillah. I don't play second fiddle. It's Hashem Echad. He is one, but not just he's one. He's the only one. He's the only one. He demands to be the only one in your life. And if your mind is completely on the garbage that's coming in, or the phone that's nagging, Hashem says, ah, where's your tefillah going? What tefillah? Shut the phone off before you walk into shul. Put it in the locker. I know for some people that's just too difficult. But what does that say about you? 
when you can't separate from your device for 40 minutes of a shachrit, what does that say? That says you gave up the house. You're no free man. You're a slave to a master. And you just can't cut the umbilical cord. And that's a scary feeling. We walk around like Americans. Freedom! The land of the free, the home of the brave. Bro, you're in Egypt. You're building towers on quicksand. Going nowhere. You're not living, you're surviving. You're not thinking, you're reacting. Put away the phone. Give yourself a chance to actually bring your mind, your heart, back to Borewa. Because as long as it's sitting on that table, even if it's face down, as long as it's in your back pocket, your mind is not here.